Hello and welcome to a special edition Milwaukee Admirals podcast with Charlie Larson. I'm Aaron Sims. This is breaking news. We need to get this out as soon as possible. So that's why we have this episode here today. Absolutely. We're calling it episode 55 and a half. <laughs> In reference to Naked Gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Two and exactly. a half, 33 and a third. Um, I hope we're as entertaining as Frank Drebin. The uh, That's a tall order. It is very much so. The yeah. uh, roster, and we got no OJ Simpson either. Sorry. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. The rosters have been set in the NHL. As you know, the NHL began uh, last night, Wednesday night, the 13th of January. The Nashville Predators take uh, uh, will be in action on the 14th, Thursday night, which if you're listening, uh, it depends on obviously when you're listening. It could be later tonight, but it may have already happened. Um, and, and a lot of interesting moves, Charlie, uh, in, in the fact that um, because of the taxi squad, because of an affiliation now with the Admirals opting out of the season, the affiliation with the Chicago Wolves and the players you see there and the players you see in the ECHL with the Florida Everblades, it's an interesting time of year. And that's why we wanted to talk about all of this, because perhaps people aren't uh, aren't up as to where everybody that they remember or that could be here will be. Yeah, absolutely. And I did the, like you say, the taxi squad really adds such a, a unique dynamic to the whole season because these are the tie. The guys in your taxi squad are your best AHL players. You would think and primarily yeah, theori- theoretically they would yes. be yes. Uh, obviously every team is different and every team has different uses for their taxi squad. But generally speaking, you take those, those are the first four or five or six guys that are cut The are la- not first, the last four or five, six guys that are cut and would be in the AHL. Now some NHL teams are going to use the, the taxi squad because they're not those salaries don't count against the cap. Right. Uh, they can use them sort of in a long-term injured reserve way. So you got to, if you're over the cap, which is not the case with the predators, but if you are, there's a number of teams that are, uh, you can hide salary there, uh, mm-hmm. but still have access to the player. Uh, it's, it's a, it's an odd, it's an odd situation. Um, which makes me wonder if this is going to be the future of the game. Right. I mean, for the simple fact of the American Hockey League being a developmental league and limiting the amount of players on your roster that have played 260 professional games, now you can sign somebody on a two-way deal for NHL minimum and let's say $200,000, uh, an NHL player who might be 29, 30 years old. Let's use Daniel Carr as an example. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Daniel Carr is a player who is flat out too good to play in the AHL, uh, but he is has, has not found a home in the NHL for whatever the reason may be. So yeah. he's the type of player that you can keep up. You don't have to worry about taking a veteran spot on your AHL team and you can have a prospect, a 20, 21 year old person in that lineup rather Playing than the games yeah. Yeah, and, and getting power play time and getting all of that stuff that Daniel Carr would have had. And, and this is nothing against Daniel Carr, who was fantastic when he was here and a, a great teammate and a wonderful person. And we think the world of him, um, but, but it's just, we use him as an example. As an example of a, what we would call. If you want to win hockey games, with all due respect to the 20-year-old player, you're going to put Daniel Carr out on the ice because he is that damn good. Right. And I I wonder, you you know, one of the things that we always talked about with Daniel Carr is, yes, he was so good on the ice, but he was so good as a, in practice, right? Like this guy didn't, didn't slack. He was the last guy off the ice. 
He was working. He worked hard. Um, his wall and, work, his corner work is incredible. Oh, it's so remarkable. Like how many times did he, did he, this past year, did he take the paw, the, the, the puck off the wall, walk it in or and pass win a, or win score? a battle off the wall, off the yeah. wall. Yeah. Not just going and retrieving the puck, but winning a battle. Uh, anyways, so, uh, it would be, uh, uh, but I, I understand what you're, what you're talking about. And where is Daniel Carr right now? He's on the taxi squad for Washington, for the Capitals. Capitals, yeah. 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 So uh, it's interesting because it it would be another advantage for the NHL teams, you would think, in the fact that while, yes, it would take up a few more contracts and you would have to fill your roster with more AHL players, um, you would theoretically save some money. You would have players available immediately. Right. Um, specifically if you were traveling to Vancouver and you needed to call somebody up, not yeah. that that doesn't happen. Cause it certainly can, it, it has happened. It will happen. It can happen, but um, yeah, it's just, I, who knows, I guess I, yeah. we live in a world of unknowns. We've done things the same way for so long. And now all of a sudden we get some change and you just wonder, I wonder if, the NHL general managers and, and ownership groups getting a taste of this style, this, this uh, roster setup, if that doesn't give, uh, leave them wanting more like, the, like in, in major league baseball, national league teams played with the DH this year. I think right. we're going to have a universal DH very soon. We never had it in the national league and it's, it's probably been a long time coming, but they finally got a taste last season. And I we're probably not far off from that being the case all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I can definitely see that happening with these taxi squads. Cause like you say, how many horror stories have we heard from when the predators are out, uh, out West in the Vancouver Edmonton, uh, Calgary trip and guys, uh, you know, you know, we're, I say the admirals are on the road and every guy's got to be, you got to bring your passport because you don't know, you'll be be ready to be called up. Troy Grosnick wasn't called up the one time because we were out in California and he didn't have his passport on him. Right. Yeah, exactly. He didn't get the recall. Uh, I don't even remember. It was the player in the ECHL. It was the goalie from the, from the ECHL that got called up. It wasn't Troy for a couple of games. And then when we came back from California, then he went, uh, uh, and then Troy went up, but this is a couple of years ago. Um, Yeah. Boy, I started the year and out in Ontario. So Carl Taylor's first year and, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, boy, I wish I could remember who that who the goalie was. Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, that's why I can't remember. But that's anyway. why they make the internet, right? We can that's figure right, that out. Right. Yeah. Out uh, anyway, anyway, we've we've I guess as normal, we've long winded this thing into getting to the rosters here. Yeah. So with Nashville's prospects, uh, they had several options. One was the Chicago Wolves. Another was keeping players in Europe or sending players to Europe. And another was the Florida Everblades in the ECHL. And earlier this week on the radio show on Milwaukee Admiral Center Ice, which can be heard every Monday night at five on the Big 920 and on your iHeartRadio app in Milwaukee, uh, Scott Nichol talked about um, blurring the distinction between playing in the American Hockey League and the ECHL, right. noting that it, it should only be viewed as playing it's not a a triple a and a double a league and and i I think that notion i think i think the separation between the american league and the and the echl is a lot less than it used to be Uh, for sure it's more and more teams are using it including nashville and milwaukee 
are using the ECHL as a true double A. You see right. that way Scott to, Nickel has has signed players the last couple of seasons to build depth and to know what you're get, instead of uh you know instead of our coach Carl or whoever our coach had been maybe it was Dean Evison trying to track down some guy in the ECHL, the leading scorer, or some guy that they know from three years ago, yeah. they know who they've got in Florida. Now they can go yeah. after them. They've got them under contract. And you know, we, and, and, and conversely, Florida understands the situation, right? Yes. So the coach in Florida uh, isn't Stan Drulia has talked about this. Carl Taylor has talked about this. Carl was a longtime head coach in the ECHL yeah. where, where coaches, they want to protect themselves by saying, their player isn't good right now. So don't, don't call up my don't guy. Don't take him. Yeah. Call up this guy from, from, from wheeling rather right, than, that, take then, my than my guy. Yeah. And exactly. That happens a lot. And that just builds up some ill will between, yeah. between affiliates. So it, 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 with the understanding uh, in these agreements with Florida or whoever your ECHL affiliate is, um, it's, I, I think it's made healthier relationships all around as well. So yeah, absolutely. And and, and and far less stress on scouts and GMs and and coaches when, as we know in this sport, and more so this year than any other, injuries can happen and affect your team in a great way yeah. rather quickly. Absolutely. And that's that's the genesis of the taxi squad. Right. To exactly. be able to have, you know, because guys are going to get hurt playing 56 games in such a short amount of time. Although I don't know that, you know, the day the games per day is it, it, is it, it, it's, it's about the same. Equal. Exactly. Yeah. Which is the funny thing. It is almost equal. It's like every 2.16 days this year. And in the past, it was every 2.42 days or something like that. So yeah, yeah. It is, but it but is. You had, we did have a compressed training camp. Yes. Uh, and, you know, after, especially after a long guys time. Need for, to quarantine and guys need all of exactly. this. Stuff, right. And, exactly. So uh, you'd like to trust everybody, but we've seen already early on that, that hasn't been the case. That you, you, you can't, unfortunately. And yes. So, you know, if we, if we look at this, if we start with like the Predators roster, we've got 12 guys that are Admiral alums on the Predators roster. But one of the things that is, you know, David Poyle in the early offseason kept talking about, we're making a youth movement. We've got to yeah. go young. We've got to go young. And as it, you know, sir, as it turns out, they didn't go young. Uh, they have, they signed guys like Brad Richardson and, Luke Cunning, who Luke Cunning's still a young guy, but uh, that was a trade. Yeah, um, but they brought and, back Mikhail Granlin and signed Eric Howla. Right, last second, uh, yeah. and uh, at, at good at good prices, by the way. Oh yeah, good deals, and all very. And this is not a crit, This is not a criticism of the moves, no. but when you bring those guys in, they're going to play, and that what does that mean? That means a young guy needs to play somewhere else, and that's what we're. That's what we've seen. And it, again, it adds depth. And, uh, and yes, and now Ellie Tolvanen, who you were hoping was going to be the second line right wing is on the taxi squad rather than, right. rather, rather than, than in the opening night lineup. Yeah, exactly. Although, I mean, I, and, but to your point, you know, yesterday we saw him on the top line because, uh, Victor, Victor Arvidsson was out. I don't know what right. was wrong with Victor. Um, but you know, that, that, and then again, there's the tax, the benefit of the taxi squad right. from an NHL perspective is that they can take Tolvanen and, and put him in on the first line wing and uh, and uh, for practice and if necessary games, doesn't look like that's going to be the case tonight, um, but we'll find out. That that's You bring up an interesting point though in, in your taxi squad, because you can have 
a mucker and grinder. You can have another defenseman. You can have a, a first line winger. So we, we, the criticism of, of hockey fans forever has been why call up the leading scorer from your affiliate if you're going to play him uh, and, and seven it's minutes less now yeah. it's less now right more teams roll four lines and and all of that than than have ever before but um let's say 10 years ago you would call up a guy and he would only play three minutes be, with two guys that can't handle the puck as <laughs> yeah, troy, right. <laughs> troy, troy ward used to say i've seen better hands on a clock um <laughs> They, uh, you know, so th- it, that that's another benefit of the taxi squad is you can keep um, your lefty specialist, so to speak. You can keep a guy who is meant for first or second line minutes uh, around and he can spot in during workouts and during warmups and, and unfortunately during injuries as a first or second line guy, rather than disrupting your entire lineup by moving a three to a one and uh, yeah. And somebody changing all the pieces of the jigsaw yeah. puzzle instead of just one. Yes. Yeah. Especially no if things are going well. So let's right. get to it here. Um, in the ECHL players who we expected to see in Milwaukee or players who are under a contract to either Nashville or Milwaukee uh, as of right now with the Florida Everblades, Devin Cooley, a goaltender who uh, was a late signing in the summer by Nashville um, young player who didn't play a heck of a lot at the university no. of Denver. Right. Uh, a couple of years ago, he had a really good season last year. I think he only played like 10 games. Right. Um, I wasn't sure why, but, uh, and, but knows? he has been magnificent in his yeah. really professional career uh, goaltender down there. So he's Devin Cooley is there and, and getting a he, lot of time because the other goaltender who was on an admiral's deal last year uh, ended up signing a, a deal with, I can't remember with who, but he signed an NHL deal with with another team so he's not there camp, was that cam Jan- cam, cam cam johnson cam johnson huh yeah okay. yeah so well, good for cam a, I, new jersey maybe i don't i don't remember and that's where cam that's where he day. came from was the uh, jersey organization i just saw it the other day so it, it may have been that situation but yeah, yeah and, but, and there too he was doing extremely well so yeah uh then you have arvin atwal who split time last year between florida and milwaukee lucas craig's the same thing and Michael Huntebrinker, who had the great training camp last year in Milwaukee and then uh, was cut and uh, ended up playing all year with Florida. But the Admirals signed him during late last season, uh, during the time late last season, to a deal this year. So Huntebrinker, who may or may not have factored in to Milwaukee this season, probably would have at some point. Yeah. Uh, he is in Florida as well. So those four players are on the roster as of now for the Everblades. I don't, I don't think that will change. Um, but you never know. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, we, we'd like, and, and my so, guess is my guess is they, and the ECHL it's different, but my guess is they have found a place, uh, so to speak. Right. And, a role. And those, uh, and, and those four will be there for the year because of the situation, sharing prospects with Carolina in Chicago, because you take a look at the Chicago roster right now, and it is heavy on Carolina prospects, as you would imagine, that was going right, to be the affiliate anyway. Right. Um, and, and Carolina AHL deals as well. So uh, it's going to be interesting, obviously. Uh, so we mentioned the Florida thing. Um, Freddie Allard is still in Europe. Yep, uh, in Austria. So you have that player, Igor Afanasiev, who I think would have gone back to the OHL this year, uh, has been sent back to Russia, yep. uh, where he's from. So he's playing over there. Other than that, I can't think of any Admiral's connection that would have been here this year or that would have been in play this year that, that yeah. is over in Europe. Can you? No, I, I cannot. Uh, I mean, the guy, well, a guy we're leaving out would be Josh Healy, 
or uh, one guy, but he's well, Josh Healy, Matt Donovan, Cole and, and Cole Schneider, AHL deals. Yep. So Scott Nichols said, and I'm going to say it because uh, I, I cannot find confirmation online anywhere, but Scott Nichols said on our Monday night radio show that they have, were working things out with guys on AHL deals. Those three in particular, uh, I texted with Josh Healy a few days ago and he's still waiting to hear uh, I have not heard back from Matt Donovan as to what, and Donovan's an interesting situation in that he has a two-year contract. A two-year deal, not just one. Just the one. Uh, and Nickel said that Cole Schneider had been excused from his contract. They were trying to find a spot for him maybe in Europe or something like that. Uh, he's been released from his contract and he subsequently signed with the Texas Stars. So yeah. that's, uh, that's what we know with Cole Schneider. And we wish them, we wish him all the best, obviously, as he moves on, uh, according to Scott Nickel. Uh, so let's get to, to Chicago. Uh, Chicago. The Chicago Wolves, they will not be playing at Allstate Arena, Charlie. Yep. They'll be playing at their practice rink, which they built and installed the right glass. And they made it yeah. because for years they have not been able to host exhibition games. They've yeah, the last... played in Milwaukee. They've played wherever, but they've never yep. played their own place. Right. Exactly. So they uh, now they have the curved glass, uh, which we talked about with our, on our podcast a couple of weeks ago with Harrison John. Yes. Uh, and that's why no arena in Milwaukee besides Panther Arena has curved glass. And that's a requirement of the NHL. Uh, and but Hoffman Estates, where the Wolves play practice, um, they they do. And so they can play there. And so that'll be their their one of about five or six teams in the AHL that are playing at practice facilities somewhere. Most of those teams are NHL owned. I shouldn't say that Providence is not NHL owned. Um, and, but they're playing in, uh, out in a sub in a suburb of Boston. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, Ontario is playing in a practice facility. San Diego is playing in a practice facility. Uh, you have Laval, who's not playing at a, is doing the opposite of playing. They're, they're playing, playing parent clubs rank. Yeah. And they're playing at bell center. Yeah. Which would be pretty awesome. I think even though there's still no fans, but just to be able to play there would be, yeah. would be pretty. Well, uh, the Laval rank is the Laval rank is just um, a miniaturized bell center. Is it's, it really? Yes. It's, it's on, that's what everybody told me. Uh, it's, it's pretty remarkable to, to go around that place. Cause if you were to just take out, 7,000 seats or whatever. And, and that's the, the building a little bit. That's what you have in Laval. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, maybe before we get to Chicago, we should talk about who made the club in Nashville. Yeah, in right? Nashville. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that, because. And who's on the taxi squad too. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead. You have that list in front of you. I think. Well, right? I was just going to say that, you know, obviously there, there wasn't a lot of, the, as much as they say they want to have competition in training camp, uh, there weren't really a lot of spots up, um, you know, up, up in the air. You know, you have, we all thought, you know, Tolvanen would have a chance, but he didn't make it. They, he's on the practice squad for now. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the one that I was, that I, I don't want to say that I thought was up for grabs, but we sort of thought Nashville's going to keep eight defensemen. And the last one is going to be Alex Carrier. Uh, and Jared Tenorti is the last pairing, but that changed when Nashville claimed Lucas Pisa off of uh, off of waivers from Winnipeg uh, the other day. And Spiza's, you know, just a, he's a big guy. He's like a Jared. He's sized like a Jared Tenorti. 
Uh, and so that bumped Alex down to the, to the uh, taxi squad. Yep. Uh, and that's where we find Tolvi as well. Uh, Connor Ingram. I, I've got to believe that Connor Ingram is, and, and Casimir Keskasuar are going to do a lot of trading this year as much as you can because of this COVID protocols. But they don't want Connor Ingram just sitting all year. They right. want him playing games. He's right. too young, too much of a prospect to be uh, just going through the motions in practice. And that's not to say he is going through the motions, but it's a term uh, you know, that we we'll use there. Right, right. No, play some meaningful competition. Exactly. Uh, Matthew Olivier is on the taxi squad, but it looks like uh, Olivier very well might be playing tonight. Yes, because uh, Mikhail Granlund and Lucas Pisa are not cleared to be in the lineup. Or they, be I don't even know that Grand. I don't know if Granlund's in the country. Um, and that might not be right now. He's on the. He's a non-roster player, so right. uh, Granlund is is not there yet. So uh, Olivier, along with Cole Smith, so two taxi squad players. <laughs> Yeah. Could be lineup tonight uh, as we're talking, and we'll obviously, if you're listening to this later, we will see what happens. But, okay. but those players are there. Um, so, it, it, it's interesting in the fact that um, there aren't, a, there isn't a player. Uh, Trennan, I guess, would be the closest. Although Yak spent a good chunk of last season in Nashville, he's really, as you we talk, as you mentioned, Charlie, the, the youth movement. He's really the only he's the youth player that that was that that has graduated right so, right other, and i mean with all due respect of, of, to the taxi squad right and to jared Tenorti, who we probably wouldn't qualify classify as the youth movement right right so so there that's nashville's roster and obviously you can google all of this and go to go to official websites and so on and and find out what's happening uh with all of that so now the roster in chicago um we still have not heard what Carl Taylor's role will be. Scott Ford, Greg Rollo, um, Scott Nichols said the other day that um, they one of the appealing things about partnering with Chicago was that players can drive to Nashville and the quarantine, if you drive, is far less. It's five days less if you drive if you, than it is if, if you, you fly. fly. Yep. So that is appealing of Chicago. It was also appealing for the staff who lives in Milwaukee, that it's, while it's not ideal, it's a, it's a commute that they can make in a car in less than two hours to get to Chicago, to be there for practice or for games or whatever. So uh, it is not official what Carl Taylor's role is that we know of yet. Right. Uh, If they're still working it out or or whatever they have until uh, they have another two, three weeks to two weeks to before the season starts in the American hockey league. But Ryan Warsawski, who was the head coach in Charlotte for the Carolina affiliate for the Charlotte checkers. Um, now that Carolina has moved into Chicago, Warsawski is there. Uh, Patrick Dwyer, who was a longtime player in this yep. league and in the NHL, he's an assistant coach, Bob Nardella, who is a Chicago legend uh, yeah. and has and- been an assistant on that staff with the wolves for the for last while. years. And uh, Bob stays as as an assistant coach there, and, and, and obviously Bob Nardella is known. If you've been an Admirals fan for you know twenty years, uh, you would know Bob Nardella. He came from the Steve Multi, Steve Brown era yeah, yeah. of the of the Rob Wolves. Brown. And, yeah, Rob uh, Brown. Not Steve Brown. <laughs> yeah. Rob Brown. Sorry. Uh, so there's a uh, certainly a history there with him and the Admirals organization. Although as an assistant right. coach, uh, we haven't. You know, he's been around. Like you say, he's been around for a while but not uh, you might not have noticed that. Right. 
So the players in Chicago that will play in Chicago this year and uh, Nashville assigned nine forwards, three defensemen and one goaltender. And the, the plan is uh, that has been worked out is that each team will have six forwards in the lineup each night. Uh, each team will have three defensemen in the lineup each night and each team will dress one goalie each night. So uh, defensemen and goaltender at bare minimum, and then three extra forwards that, that were assigned. So your goaltender is Casimir Kaskasuo, who oddly enough, while we expected him in Milwaukee, he will be the only player in Chicago who has ever played for the Chicago Wolves. Before. <laughs> like uh, literally on their entire team right yeah, now, yeah. he's the only player to ever have played for a, uh, for the Wolves before. So you have uh, Casimir Kaskasuo, and then there's some, uh, a familiar name there in Antoine Bebo. Um, It'll be interesting to see Calgary uh, waived Alex Nedeljkovic, who uh, has been a good goaltender in this league. And they also claimed Anton Forsberg. Yeah. Uh, Char- uh, Carolina did. Carolina did, yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if one of those two goaltenders makes it or if uh, one will stay as a backup in one on the taxi squad. However, Carolina is going to work this thing out. Right. Uh, defenseman, uh, Jeremy Davies will be there. He had that terrific rookie season. Uh, ben Harper, who came in late last year, only played a handful of games with the Admirals before the season shut down. Uh, Tremendous spirit on uh, Ben a big Harper. defenseman and uh, it really, really stood out um, <laughs> specifically uh, that road trip in Colorado at the beginning of March, uh, he really made his presence known um, as a member of the Admirals. So Ben Harper will be there. And Tyler Lewington, who uh, is one, has led the league and has been in the top three or four the last couple of years in fights in the AHL. He's played with Hershey and yep. the Washington Capitals organization. Uh, he signed with Nashville and he is assigned to Chicago. Uh, Reed Cashman, who coached him in uh, Hershey, uh, Cashman, of course, a former admiral, now the head coach at Dartmouth. Uh, Cashman says that Tyler Lewington is as good a teammate as he's ever coached. So that's, that's uh, high praise. High, that is so, high praise. Certainly. So those three defensemen. Um, forwards, Patrick Harper is a rookie. Uh, that uh, It was a fifth-round pick of Nashville's uh, slight in stature, 5'8", 181. Um He's signed for a couple of years. Obviously, he's on his rookie deal. Right. Uh, so he he has been assigned. We haven't seen him in Milwaukee. He has no. not been here. So um, we'll see what, what Patrick Harper. Tanner Janot, uh, who started the year in Florida. Uh, Tanner Janot will be there. Obviously, they have, uh, they have spoken highly of him uh, the right. last couple of seasons and how his game has progressed. Has evolved, yeah, yeah. certainly. Uh, Sean Malone there, too, another player we have not seen. He's... Uh, from Buffalo, he's played for Rochester in the American Hockey League. Uh, he's a Harvard. First, he's a har- smart guy, Harvard guy. On his first NHL deal now with Nashville uh, Center, uh, so he's uh, on the roster down there. Again, we haven't seen him before. Michael McCarron, we remember him from uh, the trade with for Laurent Dauphin. Uh, Michael McCarron is in Chicago. Tommy Novak, who had that terrific rookie season. Is on, on his, the Chicago roster on his first on, NHL deal now. Yep. NHL deal exactly. He had a prove it AHL deal last year, and he proved it playing with Daniel Carr and Cole Schneider. Cole Schneider, Rem, yeah. Rem Pitlick is uh, is there. Uh, Pitlick, obviously, before the Eric Howla and Mikhail Granlund signings, they uh, there was a lot of talk that Pitlick may be in the lineup nightly for Nashville because for Nashville, they're, yeah. they're they're wanting to go with some young players. Um, which, by the way, again, we we said this before, but I don't blame Nashville for signing Eric Howla and and having a year of 
of development. As Ron Hextall once said, nobody ever got worse playing in the AHL. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and uh, that's, uh, I think that's true. I think that's true. Uh, Anthony Richard, um, hopefully going to have a, a big season uh, for Chicago and uh, hopefully get some time in, in the NHL. Obviously he's been a fan favorite the last few years. Josh Wilkins, who, um, Scott Nichol, Carl Taylor, they really talked up and they, he played center last season. There was a lot of talk about him maybe playing a, a left wing this year. Um, we'll see about that. And the other one who I didn't think we would ever see in Milwaukee, perhaps we would the way they were hyping him up. And he's just fresh from the world juniors is Philip Tomasino, who right. had there been an OHL season at, to this point, he would be back in the OHL, but the OHL has not played he's a not game. not played. So they're allowing 18 year olds to, to play in the AHL yes. this year. Yes. So Tomasino is a former first round pick of the Predators um, who is still underage to play in the American Hockey League, but he is allowed to play this year because of COVID-19 and the, the protocols that everybody is going through. So Tomasino uh, is in Chicago uh, as well. So it's going to be an interesting thing. You know, there are other prospects from Carolina on that roster, Ryan Suzuki and Seth Jarvis and guys who are uh, highly thought of Joey Keene, um, <coughs> excuse me. So there are some, there, there'll be a lot of prospects, a lot of good prospects down there. It's, it's an interesting team. It's an interesting year, obviously. Um, but that's the roster. So, uh, I mean, it, it, we've gone it, 40 it, minutes now talking about all of this and, and I, uh, hopefully what, people will figure this out. What's interesting too, is that it's almost like you're taking, I would, you would expect on paper that the, that's a really good Wolves team because you're taking the best guys of two different teams and almost making like an all-star team with them. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, but you know, it's uh, on paper, they don't play on paper. Uh, right. They play on the ice. So right. we'll have to, to get after that and see how, you know, everything uh, meshes. And uh, we can't speak for the Carolina players, obviously, but the Milwaukee players and the Nat or the Nashville players, those guys are all good people, good humans. Like that's what Nashville does is they bring in guys that want to work hard and contribute and win. Uh, that's sort of, that's the MO as opposed to just signing the best guys, the most yeah. skilled well, guys. And, and Ryan Warsawski, Patrick Dwyer, I, I admired him as a player. Um, and Ryan Warsawski is an awfully good coach. So yes. uh, I, it's uh, right. It, it, here's an interesting thing too. Uh, 30 players on the roster currently for Chicago, 16 Canadians, 13 Americans, one Finn. Wow. So, and that's Cass. And that's Cass Casuo. Yeah. So uh, experience, 28 games for the Chicago Wolves. That's Cascasuo. Yeah. He played for Chicago. Out of 30 years. players, yep. just one he guy won. played for the Wolves. Yep. 258 NHL games, 2,889 American Hockey League games on the, uh, among those players on that 30-man roster. So that averages out to, what, 96, 97 games per player. Per, per, per person, yeah. 30, 30, game, 30 players, 90, yeah. So uh, anyway, that's your roster uh, for Chicago. Things can change, obviously. That things will change. Things will change, uh, yep. Uh, but they get going February like, 5th. We, we haven't seen a schedule yet. It nope, should we haven't be coming seen an AHL schedule. should be coming out pretty soon. Obviously, they're talking about it and trying to figure it out. Uh, it's a ch Obviously, it's again, it's a challenge to come up with a, uh, a roster, or not a roster, but a schedule for this season and who's playing where and who's going where. Because they're trying to limit travel, they're trying to limit, uh, you know, plane rides and things like yeah. that. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. And 
there, every division is playing a different number of games. Right. Uh, so we'll and see. some games may be canceled along the way. Like, yeah. you know, not everybody is going, you know, something may come up and you can't play a game. So yeah, you look absolutely. at the NHL, Dallas is not opening up on opening weekend. They're missing the first two, three games because right. of the breakout. So exactly. Um, exactly. That, that will likely happen. St. Louis missed games in baseball this last year. The Florida, Mar- Florida, the Marlins, Miami Marlins, yeah. Miami Marlins. Exactly. So that we anticipate that's going to happen um, yep. somewhere along the way. So you want to explain uh, to the folks listening the plan to by the admirals uh, for the admirals of the admirals to cover w- what is going on. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to do our best to keep people informed as to what's going on with the guys that they know. So at MilwaukeeAdmirals.com, we'll have updates with stats and what guys are doing and the, the, the performances they have. There'll be less, you know, it's going to be the, uh, like I've, uh, I've said a couple of times, it's going to be the opposite of what every coach has ever preached. It's going to be a lot more individual stuff and a lot less team stuff. Yes. We want these guys to have team success, but in the end, in the end, we're not that concerned about the, uh, about their team success. Right. Uh, we are concerned about their individual success, especially the guys that, that we know. So we're going to certainly cover that. We're going to try and have weekly conversations, interviews with guys and with Carl Taylor and to get updates. And because we're going to be able to, you know, we're going to have the same access as any other fan. And that's by watching things on AHL TV. We're not going to games or anything like that. So, uh, but we do plan to have some good, uh, good, good content at MilwaukeeAdmirals.com that people can check out and uh, small teaser, a new MilwaukeeAdmirals.com will be coming out. Uh, very shortly in the very near future. So check back for that, for a very uh, a desperately uh, needed update to our, uh, to the website. So that's, uh, that's some exciting news. So uh, we I, will continue to have the, the weekly radio show, uh, the weekly yep. podcast, weekly podcasts, yep. that, the other things going on, uh, weekly yes. conversations with players who are currently and coaches who are currently active. And, so. Yes, who are who are playing, who, who who we're familiar with, not and who are still in the or Nashville under the in the national organization. Yeah, uh, and maybe we throw in there, guys. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get, maybe we'll talk to Freddie Gaudreau or Troy Grossnicker uh, along the way. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Uh, but you know, I do want to, I uh, just bring you up to date on a couple of those guys that that had such such success with us last year. Uh, we mentioned Daniel Carr signed with Washington in the offseason. He's on their taxi squad as is Freddie Gaudreau, who signed in Pittsburgh. He's playing on their taxi squad uh, with uh, former Wolf, actually, that I, I just seen Max Lagasse, yeah. uh, who's, who's playing uh, on their taxi squad. Uh, another taxi squad member that uh, had a lot of success here and then went on to have success in Nashville last season was Colin Blackwell. Yep. And he's on the, he signed with the Rangers in the offseason, and he's on their taxi squad. The only guy... Uh, who's who's on an NHL roster as of right now who played for us last season besides Jared Tenorti and Yakov Trenin would be Troy Grosnick uh, and Troy signed for with the Kings and Cal Peterson who is who is you know set to be the backup goalie uh, behind Jonathan Quick for the Kings organization is uh, in I think he's on COVID protocol uh, so I don't know what that exactly means if he's if he has it if he's positive if he's just injured I don't really know yeah, but as of now, Troy's on the NHL roster, and at the worst, we anticipate he'll be on the taxi squad. And exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, and, and hopefully he gets a he gets a chance to play some games, right? He, yeah. I, I mean, how many times did Troy get called up to Nashville 
and, and you almost didn't even realize it because you don't look at it as, with, with the goalies. If you get called up, never on the roster, yeah, or never, never on the, the roster, sheet. never on the game sheet, yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, he probably got called up five times, six times over the last couple seasons, and just never played because uh, it uh, he was just needed to back up. We need to. Uh, I would like to, and I think Charlie too, urge you. Um, Josh Healy has an app uh, that he developed a few years ago, and it's uh, it's really tremendous. So if you have an Apple device, whether it's an iPhone or an iPad, uh, a Mac, whatever, it's it's only for the iOS devices, the I, the Apple devices. Yeah. Uh, but it's Sports Aux A U X Sports A U X. Um, look it up and download that app because you can type in individual players. So and then you follow them, in, yeah. And, and just follow them. So you can type in Matthew Olivier, uh, Yakov Trenin, Alex Carrier, uh, Lucas Craigs, Devin Cooley, Tanner Janot, Patrick Harper, players that you know. I throw in your favorite NHL players too, if you like Nathan McKinnon or whatever the case might be. Right. But you can type in those specific players and you will have all of their information, their stats and whatever else at, at your fingertips without having to crawl around a team website or a league website to try to find statistics. So Josh Healy's app is, is it's really is nice. Really the ideal time to do it, to yeah. use Josh, Josh's app. So again, it's sports AUX. Um, I, I joked about this. I'm not a paid sponsor, but, uh, <laughs> but or a paid, but maybe you should be, uh, but, but it, it, it is a wonderful tool. It's a wonderful tool. And I plan on using it, a great deal this year because of the way things have laid out. So, yeah. it, and we recorded this last year, we recorded this great commercial with him and Josh Wilkins. So uh, you'll see it on Admiral social media, that uh, advertisement with a download link to the sports ox. Uh, we'll try and get that out there a few times. That's great. Over the, uh, uh, that's great. Over the yeah, next. Uh, I, I really think that it is going to help. So I think we've, I think we, have in our long-winded way covered what we need to cover. Agreed? I think so. I think we hit it all. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, coming up uh, in the Admiral's podcast next week, or the next one after this, Charlie said this is kind of 55 and a half. Yep. Uh, number, number 56 will be uh, Hugh Jessamine. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, a fun conversation there with uh, with Huey. Um, real fun that'll, conversation with Huey. That'll, that's coming out to... Uh, Next Tuesday, that'll drop week like of, uh, the week of the the week of the eighteenth. Yeah, yep, the ni- exactly. so the nineteenth. So um, that'll do it. That'll do it. So hopefully we haven't confused anybody. Uh, if you do have any questions, obviously you can go to the Admirals website, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com, and uh, or again, I urge you go to Sports AUX and you can find uh, all of that. The National Predators website, they can tell you as well where uh, your favorite players may be. Thanks for listening to this Milwaukee Admirals podcast. <laughs>